0: If you're lucky to you listen to them talk, they're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard talk, it's Kev Lewin's V since the Sandbox.
1: Since the Sandbox fans, what is going on? New little setup down the studio, gave you guys a little sneak peek on Instagram. So if sir. you guys don't follow yes, us already, make sure you to go and check that out. But I had to steal the all ball intro from Kev because... We have the Fantasy Basketball Championship coming up for a league that Lou, Kev, uh, and a couple of our friends are in. And Mr. All Ball himself, Kevin Sinatra, got sent home packing. So shout-out, Alex. Shout-out, Matt. Yep. Lou and and Kev, the early finals favorites. Early
0: and late. Oh, yeah. Consistency. Consistency. Are
1: eliminated. So some credit there.
2: Yeah, listen, throughout the injuries... We kind of got, you know, bamboozled with those. But, you know, yeah. shout-out to Matt, man. Great week. We uh, we went back and forth, man. We had some good pickups. So, Matt, Al, pushing for either one of you. I pulled your balls yeah. off. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so like
0: like Lou said, you know, the name of the game in any fantasy league is injuries. And, unfortunately, they did not work to me and Lou's favor towards the end of the season, especially this round of the playoffs. Hey, they stuck. With uh, it, Matt, great job. As far as the Raj, it's just, it's not an organization I can respect, and it's not a general manager I can respect, so, I mean, I'll tip my hat to them, they beat me, but I can't (laughs) respect the organization as a whole, so, I'm just, that's the only thing I'm gonna say to address that.
2: I love Alex, but I don't want to see a repeat champion, so, uh, it wouldn't be a three-peat for Alex. Did he win ball last year? No, so we didn't finish, but he was the one seed. Oh, Whoa. But he won the year before.
1: I got I to gotta show a, a little more love to Alex, too, because today I was at the dentist, and Therese did me up nice and good. Wow. Nice.
2: Look at this smile. She was fresh out of Foxwood. <laughs> she's <laughs> going next
1: weekend. No, she's not. I knew it. <laughs> but, guys, we're going to get into the episode. and We have our NBA sleepers, so these are the teams that we're talking about below a four seed that can actually make a serious playoff push, a serious finals push. So I feel like there's a a very limited amount of teams that can actually do this. So I'm Mm -hmm. interested to hear your list. Definitely think there's probably more teams in the West than there is in the East. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll start first, and call me crazy. I know we've talked inconsistently about the Celtics because they've been very inconsistent all year. But I think if there's a way that they can find themselves to win in the first round, I feel like that's a team that you don't want to match up with second round. And obviously... You know, the one, two, three teams, they're not scared to play against the Celtics. But I think they're more realistic of a team to to push a six or seven-game series compared to an Atlanta or a Charlotte or a Knicks, you know? Yeah,
2: definitely. Honestly, my team, I'd probably go with the Heat in the East just because, like, they're so deep. Uh, Oladipo's going to be rested. And, like, they're going to finish with, like, a six or a seven seed. So, like, they're going to be in a play-in potentially. And, like, if they have to play... A top team on the road, like I think they can get it done. But if they get home court in any way, dude, I think a lot of teams are in trouble. Like I don't see the Hawks, the Knicks going into.
1: They in, have that experience Miami. too. Exactly, they did it last year.
0: Yeah, no, I the so I what I I pretty much took my two top from each conference, two sleepers that I think. So the Heat are my Eastern Conference team, Lou, and I think you're right. And I think especially like, I know obviously Brooklyn's a favorite going into the playoffs, but. We don't know if Durant's going to stay healthy. You know what I mean? And that's my biggest thing. Obviously, if he does, it'll be a different story. But say he does go down, like, with the addition of Oladipo, if he can stay healthy throughout the playoffs, that's going to be huge for them. And if they could do it last year, like, it's pretty much going against the same teams. You know what I mean? If Kevin Durant isn't on Brooklyn, you know what I mean? You really got to worry about James Harden Kyrie and then the Bucks really, and the 76ers. So definitely could see them sneaking into you know a, a late round in, in the conference, maybe even a conference finals again. I'm not going to push it, though. But as far as my Western Conference team.
1: Hold up. Before you go to your Western Conference teams, I remember last year we were having this okay. conversation. You and Lou were actually having a little bit of a debate about mm-hmm. the Heat. So we <laughs> said, well, you specifically said that the Heat peaked last year. So with the Heat, being one of these teams that could possibly be below a four c but I feel like we have a little bit more confidence in compared to the other other teams. Do you still think that last year was their peak?
0: It's tough. I feel like, like I feel like the Heat last year were just like unconscious. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like no matter how you played them, like they were finding ways to beat teams. Went you know what there. I mean? I feel like this year, it's weird. I feel like this year they've come back down to earth. But as far as like a team, like they play more team basketball. They have a little bit more experience, obviously, now with their younger guys. Like I said, the addition of Depot is going to be huge. As long as he can stay healthy, he's good. that's an easy 20 and 6 and 6 a night, you know what I mean? On top of what uh, Adebayo and Butler are already doing, and, and the young guys. So, I don't know, it depends. I mean, I, the, the Depot transaction was huge for me, and that's why I'm, I'm high. Not high on the heat now, well, but higher. I think they can... Yeah, higher. <laughs> but... It's tough. Like I said, I feel like as far as their like unconscious just offense, like draining threes. I feel like they kind of peaked with that, but I feel yeah. like they play more team basketball. They move the ball better, and it's not just chucking up threes. Tyler Hero and, and Duncan Robinson hoping yeah. they're going in. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, they've come back to earth completely. Like Tyler Hero's non factor Remember they wouldn't give him up in trade talks. Yeah, yeah. like they wouldn't give <laughs> him up for James Harden, dude. Now he's sitting there averaging a solid 11 a game. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they say they they said like I re- read a report like the Heat are really concerned that, like, he likes being a celeb more than, like, playing Some basketball ball. Play. Yeah, yeah, That's, like, the worst thing you can hear yeah, about a dude yeah. if you're, like, trying to make a playoff push because yeah. he's really Definitely out here trying to score chicks with the corn rolls, yeah. <laughs> and he's putting up guns <laughs> on the court.
0: But as far as my Western Conference team, shout out my guy, Mello. Of course I'm riding with the Blazers, and obviously, I mean, I left the Lakers off this list because they're a sixth seed right now, and obviously we know they have the potential. So with the Lakers aside... I think the Blazers are the best team, you know, under a 4 seed that can really make a splash, and Nurkic is healthy now. Melo is still playing at, you know, a consistent level. I'm not going to say an elite level because he's obviously not elite anymore, but he's a consistent, you know, 15 to 18 a night with the upper of, you know, 25 to 28 a night. Uh, CJ's healthy. Like I said, Nurkic is healthy. Cantor's playing good again. Uh, Obviously, Dame does what Dame does, and their bench got a little deeper. Um, at the trade deadline. So I like where the Blazers are at. Uh, We know Dame is probably one of the clutchest players in basketball, so it's definitely, you know, a stage that he's used to. And I I don't know. I just think they're playing well as a team. I think, you know, Melo's going to... Melo's really going to be consistent in the playoffs. I can feel if they can make a deep run because he doesn't have many years left and and we know he wants that ring, even if he is you know the third or fourth option on a team. he wants that ring, so I don't know. I expect a lot out of the blazers. I definitely think they'll win you know at least a round, maybe two. I mean, you never know again with the Western Conference it's all about health is leBron going to be at hundred percent is a d going to be hundred percent? You know what I mean is you know. Denver going to be anything without Jamal Murray. Like, there's a lot of question marks in the West right now going into the playoffs. Is Phoenix, you know, a real team or are they a fraud? You know what I mean? There's a lot of question marks. So I could see the Blazers, like I said, sneaking deep into the Western Conference playoffs.
1: Lou, before you hop in, mm-hmm. Kevin, I'm happy you talked about LeBron. I know we all recently saw what he had said in the media. Do you guys believe the statement that he'll never be 100% again no, in his career?
2: That was uh, an attention-seeking Hundred really? percent. That's yeah. a James <laughs> Testa will agree.
1: out James.
2: He said that purely, purely to just have everyone be like, oh my God, LeBron's not 100%. <laughs> then when the playoffs come, he puts up 38 and 8. They're like, he's, mean, not I mean, he's not at 100. I mean, he's not at 100. He's still yeah. that good. I d- I don't buy it. I think that's complete BS. Um, he rolled his ankle, like. He had a severe ankle roll. So, like, LeBron, like, come on, bro. Like, you're going to be 100%, dude. Come on. Like, you rush back. Like, you're going to be drinking wine in the (laughs) offseason, chilling in Malibu on a movie set. Like, this is ridiculous. But, Kev, I agree. I think Portland's the best shot out of the West, uh, below the four seed to step it up. I'd love to say the Nuggets. um, The Warriors, I I just think they don't play enough defense. Wiseman's out. Um, The Mavericks, too. I think the Mavericks could sneak in there. It just all depends on... Can Josh Richardson stay healthy? Is Porzingis is gonna show up? Uh, we know Luke is one of the baddest dudes on the planet, <laughs> so I, I like the Mavericks behind Portland now. But mm-hmm. I agree, Portland's easily the best all-around team below the four in the West. It, it's not even close. Yes, sir. Also, besides gonna, the lake, is also awesome. I'm gonna win the bet we have Mavericks making the playoffs.
1: Oh, going back to some Santapio's pizza back early in the season. You got one. That. I got two. It's all right. We got, to, we got more coming. Yes, yeah,
0: well, there'll be plenty more. Oh, plenty more yeah. episodes. Just kidding. This is actually our last episode, guys. So <laughs> no, <laughs> but we're,
1: we're almost at episode 250, so that's a huge accomplishment. Yes, sir. But to go off of what you guys were saying with your uh, sleeper teams, I have to agree with you. You know, the Mavs and the Blazers, realistically... I think when it comes down to playoff basketball, it's about the stars, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and we know that the Blazers and the Mavs have two of the baddest guards in the entire game. In their clutch, they do it consistently. They carry their team in the playoffs whether McCollum's hurt, whether Porzingis is hurt. So it's just you know really relying with those stars and hoping that those teams and franchises can build a little bit more around them. Um, I do think the Lakers will end up finishing below that four seed, too, mm-hmm. but I also agree with you guys, like, how fair is it to consider the Lakers, right. that, that type of a team, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. But guys, this was a fun episode, had to talk a little bit about your, your fantasy <laughs> yes, ball sir. season, and all, all the Since the Sandbox fans were keeping up with that. Um, and guys, the NBA playoffs is, is now less than a month away, we have our fourth power rankings coming out to you guys probably within the next two weeks uh depending on how many games are left in the season yes they are going to be very good this is probably the most legitimate rankings we can do for for the whole year you know seeing what all these rosters are but guys we have a bunch of content coming out to you guys this week you know the deal go to youtube um, make sure you like, subscribe, and put on that notification bell. Go to sincethesandbox.net to make sure you stay connected and tune in right on our website. We know that there's a bunch of beef going on with Apple and Spotify right now, so don't be worried. We could still get you guys that on sincethesandbox.net. If you guys are still following on Apple Podcast, make sure you scroll below all the way to the bottom. Leave us that five-star review, because if it ain't five stars, guys, we don't want it.
0: Mello officially top 10 at all time in scoring. Let's go. Here we go. Going out
1: in a bang. (laughs) Peace, guys.